Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Eighth Kingdom. I'm John Kearney. I'm here with Teresa, Tommy, and Cooper um, after that finale. Well, I guess technically, is it the Seventh Kingdom now? Oh, yeah, that's true. No. That's true. Because well, we have to change our name now. The North is its own kingdom. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Fair enough. But, uh, yeah, so it's all over, everybody. It's uh, It's official, at least until the spinoff comes off. But, uh, <laughs> you know, that's probably a couple of years from now. So, uh, you know, how are we? I, I mean, we were talking a little bit beforehand about how we felt about the episode. Um, you know, a little bit of like mixed, mixed feelings. I don't think any one of us hated it, which is good. You know, it's a, it's a step up. I loved it. <laughs> from... I think the only person that didn't like it was you. I, I didn't say I didn't like it. I said I didn't like 25% <laughs> of the episode. I liked 75% of the episode. And then the last quarter, that, like, last probably 10 minutes, 15 minutes. So the ending <laughs> of the whole show, you hated the ending. Yeah, it was a bad show. way to tie it up. I, I think I... You I'm, know, I wholeheartedly disagree with you. I'm ready to defend the entire episode and the endings. Yes, so. I agree. All right, yeah, do it. Do it, Coop. So, so just, like, in terms of wrapping up a series... Like, you can't start new storylines, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, obviously, you have to clean everything up. And, like, the way they did it, I felt, was was respectable to, like, the characters that they sent off. Like, Arya saying, like, what's Westeros? West like, that's been part of her story, like, ever since the mm-hmm. beginning. John going back to the Night's Watch, I think, was fitting. Mm-hmm. And, uh, obviously, Sansa getting to become the Queen of the North was, was also fitting. Mm-hmm. I mean... The the John to the Night's Watch thing kind of bothered me, but that's also because I'm of the opinion that John should have been offered. Like I was waiting that whole the whole scene with all the lords and ladies. I was waiting for someone to say that, like to nominate Aegon Targaryen, and then have everyone be like, "What the fuck does that mean?" And then John walk out, kill fucking Grey Worm because Grey Worm fucking sucks. Grey Worm he fucking does not sucks. Suck. He had his heart <laughs> Fuck broken. Grey Worm, he's terrible. And he does then. Not suck. I like I really wanted that one on one of him with Grey Worm. That that was I feel like I was robbed of that. <laughs> Just because I think it would have been really cool. <laughs> yeah, like that would have been a really fun. Well, he doesn't have anything against Grey Worm. I mean, Grey Worm just slaughtered everybody in King's Landing, though. I mean, he was, he was executing <laughs> like, citizens. Yeah, like <laughs> just kidding. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, so like I was, what I really wanted to happen was like Grey Worm, uh, like follow John to the throne room or whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. and like John and then like scrap and then. And then John kills Daenerys, but I also like the sentimental like one on one between uh, between John and Danny. Yeah, I I did too. My only gripe with that scene was that it was like it was harder for him to get in to see Tyrion than it was to get to see the Queen. Like he literally just walked by Drogon, and that was the only defense. <laughs> they were like, "Gosh, she's probably okay. We just killed everybody else." You know, like I don't know. Like that was the only That's that was point. the only issue I had with like the first half of the episode. Um, but I like that he was the one to do it. I would have hated it. No, but like I would have hated if Arya was the one to kill Danny. I think that would have been a bad way to do it. Yeah. What if Ar- Wait, you're saying if Arya yeah. killed Danny? Yeah. No, I agree. John, I'm glad that John was the one who mm-hmm. killed her. Like low key, when they started kissing, I'm like, oh, thank God. Now they're gonna like <laughs> rule together. This is this is your fine. prediction like, comes true. I'm all right with this. <laughs> 
but then you heard like and i was like "Ooh, yeah that... <laughs> yeah no, I, I like that no i kind of when they're getting close you could kind of tell mm-hmm. what was gonna yeah happen. i listen like this whole series I... this whole uh season has been kind of like that where it's like we know kind of what's gonna happen in, in like the big moments with the exception of i guess the night king but also bran I didn't really see that. Yeah, that, that fucking sucked. Uh, yeah. I, who, like, yeah. literally, I, I, a super minority of people definitely called that. Like, I probably, I had not talked to a single person who was like, oh, yeah, Bran's going to end up. I think on, we on joked about it yeah. in, like, season, like, episode two of this. That we were probably, like, ha, 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 what if Bran we gets it? Like, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> and they were like, we were like, nah, that's. Yeah, that's a terrible bad. way to do it. <laughs> and then. They were like just all so. My way. other, my other friends were just talking just now. They were like, "When's the last time we've had a rightful king of Westeros?" Mm-hmm. Like throughout the entire yeah. series, like even now, like yeah. you, that's just random people on the throne. Yep. I see. My thing is, I like what they did. I like John. I know you were you were saying you want like Aegon, like them to be like, "Well, what about Aegon?" Well, I wanted there to like, be some reason what? for that to be part of the story. There's a Targaryen. No, I I think the whole thing was that, like, they've been, like, kind of, like, amping this whole, uh, you know, it's not, like, a full democracy. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, more like a, what, a, is that an oligarchy or something? I don't it's, I don't know. It's a freedom from the tyranny, though, which yeah, is the whole I think, track of the show. Yeah, I think they, I think they mm-hmm. did it right with, like, they're like, okay, so, like, uh, the, you know, like, the nine of us or whatever, we're gonna, like, kind of come hang out for a bit, drink some wine, <laughs> then we're gonna pick the next king when the, you know, that yeah, one so dies. it's like the Pope. Like, or Queen. Or Queen, yes. Like the Pope. kind of like the Pope, you know? <laughs> but I, I like that because they, you know, they've been, like, trying to get towards, like, the democracy mm-hmm. type thing. Mm-hmm. You know, especially with, like, you know, John and, like, how the North is and, like, now that there's a Stark you know, I think it'll, I mean, like, obviously we're never going to see the future of Westeros, mm-hmm. you know, unless uh, they make I a, wouldn't be know, surprised if they made a spinoff for after this. I think they do, like, Teresa was talking about it. She said, like, she was, like, possible Arya spinoff. I was thinking about that, and I was also thinking about when Tyrion mm-hmm. said, talk to me in ten years. I wouldn't be oh, surprised true. if they tied that in as the start of another sp- yeah. separate show. Yeah. Also, following, uh, you know, John Tormund and Wolf uh, North would be a good. Did spin-off. you just call fucking Ghost and Wolf? What kind yeah. of a oh, fan? Oh Sorry. my god! Sorry, you're right. Teresa. All right, the Wolf Ghost. <laughs> Sorry, the Wolf. Whatever. That Wolf you know thing. He followed that. He has a name. Okay, he's not a piece of meat. <laughs> you know what I meant. <laughs> um, but Ghost finally got his props. So shout out to D&D for that. Because yeah. that would have been yeah. a really, really big gripe that every fan would have had if they would have just let that go. <laughs> Yo, I'm glad. I, I'm honestly glad that he went back up north. I think to that's the, where he wanted to be. Like, that's like where he first found love and everything, you know? Like, that's, I think that, and that's like, honestly, that's where he spent most of this series Mm-hmm. You know, like at the wall or north of the wall, like that's mm-hmm. where he belongs. Yeah. You know, people. yeah. I mean, I don't know. I just, I, it bothers me. The time constraint really bothered me, and we started talking about that a little bit with like the uh, the six episode season. I think they kind of hamstrung themselves a little bit, just because, like, you know, Cooper, like we were talking about the time jump. 
and I saw your tweet where like they yeah. had, you said they had to do it. But like, yeah. if they would have had, I, I mean, they still might have done it had they done an eight episode season or like a regular ten episode season. But I think there would have they would have avoided a lot of the outrage that comes with kind of compressing timelines and forcing situational things in. Like, have you seen any of the videos of the different cast members complaining about the season? Yeah, like uh, the guy that plays I don't know. Gedry. I think if yeah, I saw what he had to say about it. I mean, it was he was uh, talking about last season, to, like, actually. But oh, just uh, the time jumps and everything. Like, I feel like we've had those for two seasons now, mm-hmm. and like it, it was a it was a a minor problem for me in season six. Mm-hmm. But even then, I was like, all right, I'm willing to to overlook this just to to further the story along. Yeah, which is definitely what they're trying to do. So. Mm-hmm. Like it was just more of them like wrapping up everything, everything up. So yeah, I'm, I'm willing right, yeah. to overlook it. The whole it. thing is, if they did like a normal ten, eleven, twelve episode season, I feel like there would have just been like shitty episodes of. But there was already shitty episodes. Yeah. yeah. I disagree with yeah, that. Yeah, I, think I like, yeah. wholeheartedly. The only episode that. that was worth like, watching was two. I wow. It was, honestly, I feel like every other episode was kind of a waste. Like we, we I, can't have we can't have John just like rotting away in a cell for for two no, no, no. for two episodes that, like that, that, that was, was okay. that was yeah. good back in season one with mm-hmm. Ned and yeah, everything exactly. but like we also can't have Sansa and just writing down from Winterfell or like all no, the lords just kind of no gathering. I agree with I agree I with think, that. I think the time jump served its purpose I'm saying I like as the whole I kind of moved off of that with like because I was saying basic my my hot take I guess was that. Episode two was the only one that was like a real Game of Thrones episode. Everything else seemed like bullshit. Yeah, it was definitely uh-huh. the more like character focused episode. Well, it was just it just seemed like a more season. more classic Game of Thrones episode rather than all right, rush, 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 super dark. I guess episode three was fine. Looking back on it now, for the last three episodes of the show and everything, like. Game like episode three was what I assumed was going to be like one of the worst episodes of the se- of the season, ended up being like number two on my list of like rankings, and I guess episode one doesn't really count because it was just a setup. Um, but I thought episode two was like really character focused, but still had story like plot lines driven forward. And I don't know. I, I, I think just... that's what like everyone's gripe. I think that's what everyone's griping about this season. It's like you have six, we'll, we'll say like five and a half seasons worth of uh, worth of like a character-driven plot and character-driven story, but they made like a a really sudden switch mm-hmm. to to like a story-driven plot. So like obviously, this past season hasn't felt like a Game of Thrones season mainly because they haven't been focusing more on the characters. It's more it's been more focused on like the overarching mm-hmm. story and plot, I guess. Yeah, because they you know, they needed to wrap it up, regardless. Like, so they, I mean, they needed to focus more on the story because, I mean, they could have done themselves a bigger favor and like, you know, done some of this stuff last season. As yeah, well, exactly. But, like, I think because it was such a, like, but I just, I do, I just don't see, I don't see how this season was rushed that much. I enjoy, I thoroughly enjoyed every episode. To be honest, like I, I mean, like it's the end of the greatest show of all time, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I fucking say. Yeah, I, I agree. With um, that. you know, like no one, not everyone's gonna be happy. No, know? I listen. I think that's part of it too, is that people don't really want it to end. But yeah, I just like my whole thing is like looking on Twitter and like seeing all these people like absolutely destroy mm-hmm. it, and I'm just like, wh- what? Yeah, like that... what are you doing? It frustrates My, me. I feel like they're. I feel like they're just doing it to like say, like, be like, yeah, we hate this be- because we hate, we love hate. Yeah, I, I agree with that yeah. to some extent. But also, like, even stuff on like Rotten Tomatoes, like the ratings for last episode is the lowest rated show, lowest rated episode ever. It's the all right in Russian Twitter bots and, yeah, and Russian thanks. review bots. I just, dude, last it's, it's not a conspiracy was, though. Last episode was literally one of my favorite episodes. So in a vacuum, I'm not I think each episode works. But if you consider it to be like as the last season of a show, it's crazy that these are the last episodes that they gave us. Does that make sense? Like, if they were each into like just no, no. <laughs> so like, if it was, if you were watching it and you were like, oh. It's a movie. Let's watch this movie, right? Because they're they're two hours long almost, like right an hour and a half long. So it's like, all right, let's watch. Let's sit down and watch this movie. Episode five is great, but in the context of like you guys have seen the supercuts, I'm assuming of like everyone dying and Danny like during her like mental breakdown on Drogon. Have you guys seen that? Yeah. Right. So if they would have done that, it would have made the episode exponentially better. In the in the in the course like in the guise of the series, it it would have been better, but it it doesn't fit within like the Game of Thrones style. Like if you do that, like they kind of did it at the beginning of last episode, like whenever they were cutting all those like all, all the different lines talking about how Tar- like Targaryens are bad and everything. Mm-hmm. Like that works for an intro and like a recap thing, but I think the film style of Game of Thrones, like it wouldn't have made sense to like go to all these different cuts. And, like, flashbacks, because I, I don't remember any time where we've seen, like, a flashback other than, like, in the visions between, or with, exactly. uh... With but Ray. wouldn't it have made sense to explain, like, to not make it an assumption as to why she did what she did? Like, I think that's one of the things... Wait, what do you mean? Hold on, whoa, whoa, whoa. What do you mean by an assumption of because... what she did? What she did was, I saw that coming from a mile away. But... And if someone didn't see that coming from a mile away, they weren't watching the show. I know what you mean, though, John. Like, if you're if you're just watching it and, like, that, it kind of comes out of left field. Exactly. If you were, well, like, not a casual viewer, but if you didn't have... If you weren't dissecting every episode. Or, like, if you... if you Yeah, like, if you're not dissecting it, it's that's possible, But also, yeah. like, even for me, like, I mean, I've been, like, obviously this season, like, has been a little different because we're doing this podcast. So you have to look more critically at everything. Or, like, more closely at everything. But I just feel like... Yeah, we've seen it coming, but like we've seen we've seen the flashes and like but for any like if you don't remember someone saying like like the quote of like a, a Targaryen who's alone is the most dangerous thing on the earth, like that mm-hmm. whole scene has no like it doesn't make any sense. Like for me, I didn't remember that line until I saw it on Twitter. You know what I mean? Okay, I yeah. get see, I get that and like yes, that they've been building up like the whole like Danny's, you know, she's going to be a mad mm-hmm. queen with quotes and like stuff that people says. But I think, yeah, like as a fan who like pays attention to stuff like that, yes, like it it clicks in your head better. But like, 
if you go back to all of the shit she's done, you're kind of like, hmm. But that was her. Yeah, she's bad. But she crazy. wasn't though. It was all for a reason. And I think Tyrion's monologue when he's in the cell with John is like a big factor, like a big like finger to that, where it's like. What say saying like they were all yeah because they were all evil. She was doing what everyone what everyone supported. Everyone thought was good because it made sense. Like they were bad people, you know what I mean. So for her to destroy King's Landing and all the people in King's Landing, rather than just destroy the Red Keep, is stupid. Once the bells rang, she should have just blasted the Red Keep, and that would have stuck to her character. Because the people didn't take away Missandei or Jorah or fucking Sir Barristan, like. Those people who did that paid. No, but she gave Cersei a choice before she killed Missandei. She gave her choice. She said, either give up now or I'm going to level this city. And she did not give up then. And then she leveled But she didn't. City. She knew Cersei she wasn't going to surrender. And they sh- they've literally well, showed clips of her talking about how she's going to take Westeros, yeah, like in a supercut, like, yeah, it adds up. But like, no, I'm just saying, like, she's talked about that, and she's like, I'm going to burn it all down, and you know, like see the cities in ashes and all that shit. And you know, every like all of her advisors have always like she would have done that. Check. But the thing is, she would have done that to all of those other places that she, you know, quote unquote, freed. If it wasn't for her advisors, but all of her advisors, she either doesn't trust or they're dead. So at that point, it was just her and her true self came out and she just fucking killed everybody because that's what she's wanted to do every single time. But her but she didn't want to kill everybody every single time. She wanted to kill the people that were doing the bad things. She's like Robin Aaron. if, If the moon door was a dragon. What? I think at that moment she she just wanted to kill like everyone that followed Cersei Lannister. Like even if they didn't follow her, like they were still under her rule and were, were like vying for her protection. Mm-hmm. Which is why, like I thought, I thought the the line that Grey Worm delivered to John whenever he was executing the soldiers, who was like the Queen's order was kill all who follow Cersei Lannister. Mm-hmm. Like even if they are women and children. Mm-hmm very innocent people, I think they were choosing not to categorize them as, as innocent in that, in that context. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, we can talk about that stuff like forever, honestly. Like, there's so many things. Because, like, like we, you know, there's seven other seasons outside of this where you can literally pull things and be like, oh, it totally makes sense. But, like, the, the first season is ten years ago. You know, like, or when did she start, like, roasting cities? Like, second, third season? About that? Uh, after she got the, the dragons, or after the Unsullied. Yeah, so. She murdered all the masters. So, I mean, that's, what, eight years ago? So, it's like. Yeah, probably. Even for people who are super into the show, like, you're not necessarily going to remember all of that stuff. You know, I just, I think it's like. Yeah, but still what they were building up to. Like, that was still the intention when they were writing that part. That was, it seems to have always been the intention that she 
follows this mad queen thing and whether her Mm -hmm. advisors could talk her down from it or not was kind of they were the swing vote in the thing and then by the time this season came along she stopped trusting Tyrion. um you know she lost Mm -hmm. everybody else close to her so she didn't have any advisors she was just her and john stopped loving her so no he didn't oh you're right john (laughs) sorry so from what would you guys Oh, go ahead, from, her, from her appearance, like from what from her perspective, it mm-hmm. seemed like John had stopped loving her. Mm-hmm. What'd you guys think of uh, Danny addressing her army in the Honestly, square? I thought she was so badass. I that was a huge that. scene. Yeah, that was. Oh, whenever uh, the dragon like lands behind, like that drops was her so off. Sick. That was awesome. And then so the camera sick. like pans up above the stairs, and like the wings are out. That was, that was so awesome. epic. I was like, I love that. <laughs> that was so epic. Yeah, and so like at that moment, like she's the conqueror that she's always mm-hmm. claimed to yeah. be, and like it, she wasn't gonna stop there. Yeah. And whenever she said Winterfell, although like John doesn't speak, uh, do they speak? Do the Unsullied speak Valyrian? Yeah, they because they were trained in Valyrian. Yeah, so like they obviously doesn't understand that she just said Winterfell, mm-hmm. but like she's obviously not gonna stop there, and Tyrion understands yeah. that. I, I, listen, Peter Dinklage should get an Emmy just for this fucking episode. Yeah, he was really good. I mean, they clearly, like, featured him throughout the episode. Mm-hmm. But Jesus Christ, he was unbelievable. Yeah, he's really good. I don't know. I thought Amelia Clark was amazing. Like, those speeches were so yeah, no, fantastic. I mean, she played the bad guy very well for someone who was playing, like, the good like the good side all season pre- right. or all series well because much. in her mind she's always been the good guy like she's yeah. doing the right thing in her mind and that was her that was like her delusion mm-hmm. yeah was that yeah. she was yeah but i mean listen Tyrion was unbelievable this episode i thought that whole like every monologue he had was like riveting yeah him tossing away the hand of the great the hand oh, of yeah. the queen mm-hmm. pin that was awesome yeah i i just i i I really did like like the first seventy five percent of this episode. I'm like I'm not like bullshitting. I know like I'm I'm calling out a lot of stuff, but that's also just my inclination to play devil's advocate, which is a problem. <laughs> I <still laughs> but say... also like I don't okay. know. Go ahead, go ahead. I still say my favorite part is when you know he's setting up the chairs as the hand, and then they come oh, in was and great. Right. And <laughs> that was great. Like, goon squad and that is so <laughs> like that in itself is so satisfying because mm-hmm. you're like these are the people that we know have like the right brains for this and these are the people we know they, they don't play the political game because they're regular people they're regular people and they are going to do such a good job and like that that made me so happy yeah yeah brown is master of coin mm-hmm. davos is master of ships uh sam is the maester the headmaster archmaester mm-hmm and then uh, Brienne, the, the leader of the Queen's, King's Guard. Yeah. yeah. That was awesome. And then Sir Pod. Pod that made me so happy. <laughs> but is she the, is she the leader nine. of the King's Guard, though? Because she didn't have, like, the gold cloak or whatever. None of them, either of them had the gold cloaks on. She had gold. She had, like, a gold. She, she had, like, gold armor, armor on. Yeah. Unless they just got rid of that. That might just be, like, a plot hole. Yeah. Um, it didn't fit her. <laughs> yeah. Um, too, too small. But, uh. I mean, like, that scene, that scene was funny. And also, I thought it was interesting. Like, this might be diving too deep into it, but, like, you know how, like, etiquette is, like, you're supposed to sit up and the whole thing? They were all leaning with their elbows on yeah. the table. Yeah. I thought that was really funny. Yeah. Um, and they all did it, like, insane. I mean, they, 
Like they've obviously never been in that situation before. Of course. Yeah. So like they're they're just learning on the job, but I don't also I don't think Brand cares. really cares either. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, honestly, I would have been so okay if they just continued this series this series for like thirty years. I really wouldn't have cared. I would have been so happy. <laughs> like, because I want to know what happens now that the kingdom is the way it is. Well, they start fixing it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess we have to fix it after, like, like Brand said, like you need to fix all the mistakes that you made. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I, and I thought they tied up Grey Worm's character well with going to Noth. Which yeah, that was is kind of sad. Yeah. What everyone kind of like, I know my for myself, like that was what I figured they would do. I mean, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also, I don't know why they had to appease the Unsullied with John. Because they're fucking gone. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, now, which, like, whenever John rode out of Castle Black, mm-hmm. like, I'm, I'm not sure if he's coming back, so. to be honest. I don't think he is. Like, who's who's going to know that he's exactly. gone? Exactly, yeah, that's how I felt, I, I don't think anyone. Are the Dothraki staying in King's Landing? What is happening with them? I doubt it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I would they let them stay. <laughs> They were there though. They were like I don't working think with the really ships. Ma- I don't think that like little part really mattered. Uh, you well, know. when John said like, "Why are they trying to appease the Unsullied?" Because they sent the Unsullied away. And I'm like, "Well, what is- are the Dothraki still there? Are they the ones trying to appease them?" Yeah. Well, I, I don't think the Dothraki said, really care. I actually care. said the same thing about like appeasing the Unsullied. I was like, John is just like, like if he's the if they're if Grey Worms was the only one, like he deserves justice, and then he's just going to Nath, like. It wasn't I mean, just him though, too. It was Yara, so you could expect that it was all the yeah, lords. like the other. So you could expect that the other, the other lords. lords. Yeah, but I feel like Yara is like, if you're like, listen, he's the rightful king. She was fucking crazy. She was gonna roast everything from here to Kingdom Come. She'd be like, oh okay. <laughs> she doesn't seem like an easily swayed person. Yeah, not in my at opinion. All. And also, and also, Theon is loyal to the Starks, and they could say like, listen, you know, it, it'd be like a mafia sit down. Like, listen, your brother was part of our family, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah. Which, which also, like, speaking to John's treason, mm-hmm. like he, what he did, he committed treason. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't think that's that's sitting lightly with him. Yeah. And so, I don't think he was gonna fight the decision of being sent away, no matter mm-hmm. what. So, I think in his mind, he probably thinks it was the right and like honorable thing yeah. to do. So, like, it it beats being executed by the Unsullied or so I mean or being or being their captive mm-hmm. I, I don't know I would have been okay with John getting executed to end the show like I feel like that would have been a good That'd way cool. to like what? no absolutely. I thought like I, absolutely I thought not strong absolutely. disagreement no because because he under, he would understand it's not like it's a surprise <laughs> I said it last week he, he executes himself he just throws long claw up in there and then he <laughs> puts his head on the on the chopping block uh, I wouldn't like that very much. They could have really done a full like Romeo and Juliet thing of like him killing her, Danny, and then him killing himself or something. No, I wouldn't have been thrilled with that. That would. I mean, I'm not saying I would have liked it, but I would have been like, ah, all right, okay. Although they don't have any of the backstory really of Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, Yeah. not at all. It would (laughs) make no sense, but like I still would have been like, yeah, it's before their time. (laughs) Um, I mean, honestly, I thought that. Daenerys took John's dagger and and stabbed him. Which yeah, for a second. I thought kind of would have been fitting, mm-hmm. and like a ruthless move by her part. But 
I was glad with the direction. Yeah, he went. Kind, you could see he kind of shocked himself that he was able to do it. Yeah, they were both yeah. kind of like, "Oh my god, what just happened?" So he really mm-hmm. didn't know for a second what. Although, but after the whole talk with Tyrion, you kind of assumed who. It was. I mean, I would have hoped, but also like again, in true Game of Thrones style, I could have seen them saying "fuck it" and just letting them rule, and having it be them too. You know, like that would have been like the ultimate twist. But you, that would have been host so hard to wrap up all the other characters with. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Unless they just killed everybody, which is kind of <laughs> where it was going. Uh, reading between the lines of that speech she gave to her army, but yeah. for a second I thought she was going to roast the Dothraki. When yeah. she was like thanking them, she was like, "You fulfilled all your promises to me." I was like, "They're fucking dead, dude." <laughs> like Drogon's literally going to smoke them. No, she would never do that. I mean, she would have never... No, no one thought she was going to burn all the women and children in King's Landing alive, but she did. <laughs> you know, like... They were Cersei's women and children, you know? They weren't her women and children. Oh, yeah, yeah, because Cersei gave birth to millions of people. You know what I mean. No! <laughs> I think they were her people. No, they weren't. They were her They all subjects. hated her. Well, they were her... Yeah, they were her subjects. So were all the people For she all freed. intents and purposes... They followed her. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm off it. I'm off that topic because we're not going to agree on it. <laughs> but um, you're just wrong. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I also like the scene with Arya sailing away. I thought was pretty cool. But I was really waiting for Gendry to like stand up next to her and like have given up Storm's End to go. I would re- see. That's what I said. I hope Teresa was <laughs> Teresa was shooting that the whole time, and I was. Like, I hope nah, she felt no emotion to him. He, he, like, he no, he she was definitely just a, did. He was she definitely did. <laughs> oh hell no, no, <laughs> dude. That whole the whole scene where he asked her to marry her, you could see for a split second, like in her face, she was like, "Oh my god," but then was all like, she came back to reality and was like, "No, I can't do this. It's not what I want to do." But, but when, I think she I really cared about him. When they asked where she was going, I really wanted her to say, like, with Gendry. Storm's end. <laughs> oh, I would have, I would, I would have fought them if they did. Yeah, that. I would, I would. That have. last montage, I thought whenever she was getting dressed, like I couldn't tell if it was Sansa or Arya, but they were both dressed in like elegant clothing. And I was like, I swear to God, if like this is a like a a wedding, I'm gonna <laughs> murder somebody. No, we're done with weddings. <laughs> so is Sansa <laughs> gonna marry really Robin? Weddings for me forever. Can we talk about this? Is Sansa gonna marry Robin now? Because she was like promised to Robin. Yo, Robin's looking good. <laughs> like I'm not gonna lie, he's <laughs> he's he's grown up. He's not the little piece of shit that he was. Uh, he literally looks like even more of a brat now. He looks like some. He looks kind of douchey. He looks like some kid from Westchester that I want to punch he, in the face. He like <laughs> looks like the kid that peaked in high school. Yeah, literally. <laughs> you know, and then and then the new Prince of Dorne. Yeah, I. I I'm not gonna lie, he's they're all looking good. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just I felt like they uh there was a lot more that they could have done with the characters that they kinda introduced at the end. I did think it was funny to see uh Catelyn's brother. I don't remember his name. Edgar, oh, Edgar. Yeah. Yeah. Like and he tries to make a speech and he's such a dick. And it's and Sansa's just like, sit the fuck down. Like that was amazing. <laughs> that was so great. <laughs> And then Sam uh, recommending like a Democratic Republic. Oh, it was great. I was like, no one's gonna go for this. So funny. And I think that was kind of like, that, was, like, the writers, that was something that the writers definitely got in there. To just like all the people that thought that was what they were gonna do. As like, fuck you. Like, no, we're not. Like, come on. Because like, consider the universe. We're at the end. In. At the end, they're the, those are the most powerful people in 
on the continent. They're not just going to give up all their power to to appease like the rest of the population. It just didn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. What a ridiculous concept. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I really do think that was almost like a tip of the cap to, to all the people like coming up with theories. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, look, it wasn't okay. It, it wasn't necessarily the way I would have wanted it to go for the last episode in some aspects. I think it was a good episode. I, I, it was okay. It wasn't I, better than two, though. I don't know. I think the way that it wrapped up was great because... You the whole, I'm mean, following Danny's story. At least it's a, a two part struggle. You know, there's a struggle to get her throne back, but then there's also the struggle to end tyranny. And she sort of accomplished both. She got her throne, but she got it so brutally that she didn't really get to keep it for very long. But she and did end tyranny. She got yeah, it got melted. <laughs> but oh, which actually now that you mention that, it's pretty symbolic because the mm-hmm. whole thing was uh, breaking the the wheel. Break, well, yeah, breaking the wheel, but she did that mm-hmm. in a way. She at least inspired, it, that. yeah, indirectly. So she was able to accomplish what she wanted to accomplish, and hmm. she just wanted to do it with fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, she didn't get to stick around to she see that it happened. I thought it was interesting too that a Targaryen's dragon supposedly forged the Iron Throne, and a Targaryen dragon melts it. Oh, true. Um, I wanted there to be some like really cool Valyrian steel sword. I like the that would have been so sick. That would have been cool. Um, I also kind of wished that there would have been some interaction between Jon and Drogon, because it seemed to me that Drogon understood who Jon was in the same context that he understood that Daenerys was like his mom, obviously because like he hatched and everything like that. But like. Mm-hmm when they were having that kind of like looking at each other after he roasted the throne and he and John are staring at each other. Like I thought there was going to be some kind of like partnership there where it was like, Mm. I understand. I think the partnership was that he didn't flame him right there. Yeah. I thought it was more of like Jorgon's like, yeah, like she was fucking crazy. (laughs) Exactly. But I I wanted him to stay. I, I Jorgon became very near and dear to me throughout the show. I think it was more like... I mean, they, gotta, they have to kill that dragon, right? Like, eventually. <laughs> you can't just have a dragon flying around. Well, that, that's a part of, I think, what they're setting up for that future, that spinoff series for the future of this particular universe that we're in, that we're operating in. Maybe Arya runs into him on her adventures. Well, they said he went east. Well, it's the world's round. What's, what's east of Westeros? What's west of Westeros? <laughs> what's west of Westeros? The east of Westeros. East of Westeros. <laughs> I mean, in a way, that's accurate. You'll, you'll get to the east eventually. Um... So, I mean, I, I'm i kind of holding out hope that they do announce that they're going to do something in this. Like, because I don't think that there's, like, none of the characters seem to have, there's no, like, stories yet of characters having bad experiences or really wanting out of this universe. Everyone they talk to seems to be like, yeah, this is, like, my life. Like, I really love doing this. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Because sometimes with shows, people are like, yeah, fuck this show. I didn't even want to do it anymore. You know, like, Two and a Half Men was like I... that with Charlie. I could see him being done. I could see, like, a... Uh a spinoff or a recreation mm-hmm. of the show done in like 10, 15 years. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not soon. Is this like nostalgia? Definitely not. Yeah. Soon. No, definitely not soon. Um, but I'm, I'm also super excited for the prequels. I think that'll be cool. Yeah. I'll, I'll still watch oh, the prequels. Yeah. I, don't, I don't give a shit. I'll honestly, it's like star Wars for me. I'm going to watch whatever game of Thrones shit they put out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, even if I don't have HBO, I'll be one of those like seasonal subscribers. 
where it's like, yeah, I'll get it to watch this and then I'll get rid of it. But for those, you know, two months or whatever it is, I'll, I'll put in the effort and put in the money. Um, <laughs> because the same thing with Star Wars. Like, I don't actually really like any of the Star Wars that they put out with the exception of Rogue One. But I'm still going to see them. You know, like... I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to start debating Star Wars with you now. I can't. <laughs> I, can't I can't disagree with you on another thing, Kearney. <laughs> we that can be a separate podcast. We'll discuss yeah, that on a different go. one. Yeah. <laughs> um, what you guys think of Brienne reading the big book oh, of uh? Dude, she should have like slandered that motherfucker Rangers. to the grave. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> no. No, Brienne was not cool with that scenario. There's no way you're gonna make me. Believe it just made me, it made me realize how much I hated Joffrey. Yeah, like the shitty, <laughs> like the shitty words he put in there like a long time ago. Oh, yeah, forgot about that. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was it was fitting. Like I liked what she yeah, had no, to say yeah, about was... Jamie until he, until she got to the very end. She was like died protecting his queen. Like it was a little cheesy. I probably wouldn't put that on. Yeah, no, I think that was that was a good way to honor him because like she knows that that's how. That's how he probably would have wanted to be remembered. I think yeah. it was also like, to especially balance out since the he was, slayer. yeah, exactly. The, I was about to say that. Yeah, especially but... since he was the Kingslayer. Yeah, like, he was protecting someone instead of killing them. Like yeah. he was, you know. Mm-hmm. That and that's how a Kingsguard should go out. Exactly. She's a very mature character. Yeah, I just hated the way that they like. Again, though, like. Jamie's whole character development and I understand like I've watched enough videos on it like explaining why he did what he did and like his ties with Cersei but his character development up to that point it was another thing that was just so sudden that he went back to being douchebag dickhead Jamie he wasn't douchebag dickhead Jamie though he went back he, to the he literally comforted no. her as she died he went back to his family. It's the same reason that Tyrion broke down yeah. and cried. Like, I don't, like unbelievable scene by the way he, he hated oh, he, yeah. yeah oh it was amazing he hated Cersei, but at the end of the day, like that's, he, she's still yeah, his that's family. His family, that's his sister. He grew up with her, like. But also, so I was listening to uh, another podcast, and I, I want to say it's like the, it's like the uh, cheater. No, because, <laughs> um, but I follow like free folk memes on Twitter, and they always <laughs> post about um, like this one podcast. So I was like, oh, I'll check it out. So I watched it for la- I listened to it for last week, and uh, they were saying like. The thing is with like Jamie going back, like he really he did have that optimism that they were gonna win, and like let's say they won, Cersei was gonna kill him. Like, yeah. Oh, kill Jamie. Uh, she was because she sent Bronn to kill him. She was not gonna be oh, like yeah. okay. He was That's gonna true. be dead. So like that was what didn't really add up for me. Was oh, like geez. she wants him dead, so he just decides to show up. Like we're all cool and it was cool because they ended up dying and danny ended up winning and like roasting the city but had that not happened and had they somehow pulled it out like i don't know that cersei wouldn't have executed jamie because he committed treason not in the same way that john did but still treason well didn't he go there all right i was always a little confused on this he went there and with the intent of helping her escape right the Tyrion helped set up well, I, uh, yeah, no, until, went, until no, the battle his, with Euron. His, his original thing was that he was going to go there and defend Cersei, but he got intercepted by Danny's okay, yeah, people. By Euron. And, yeah, by Euron or whoever, and then it was held um, as prisoner. Um, and then um, 
what's it called? Then that's when Tyrion released him. Right. And let him escape, you know? Yeah. Save your sister. I thought Danny was going to burn him alive, too, right there. Or Or Essos. But also, like, would Cersei have really left? Like, there's no... Exactly. No, she was on her way out. Nah, yeah, I think they were... Like, that's where they were headed. They were getting out. I mean, yeah, I well, so. they were they were also headed down there because Kyburn said, "Go there; it's the safest place in the city." But also, yeah, Jamie was taking her, to, and Jamie was yeah, yeah, to the to the boat. I like they they wouldn't have made Although, it out. But... Yeah, Jamie was never in that conversation with Kyburn because he got yeeted off by the mountain. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm I'm glad that the mountain was the one that killed whatever his Kyburn. Name. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> it, it just needed to happen. It really did. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's weird to talk about it because there's no, like, all right, so where do you guys think they go from here? Because there is no going from here. It's just it. I'm just you happy. Know? I'm pleased. Yeah, I'm pretty, yeah, I'm pretty content. I'm, I'm happy with the ending. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, I mean... I guess what we could do is, do you guys have a favorite moment of the season? I think my favorite was when you were like, it's Battle of Winterfell, and you were like, I don't know how they're going to get out of this, because mm-hmm. all the people, like, all the re-dead people had just risen again, and you were like, what is happening right now? And <laughs> um, the Night King was reaching for his little pointy stick. And you were like, how are you going to turn this around? And you just see Arya in the background, like, coming down, bringing the hammer. That was my favorite. Mm-hmm. That's a good moment. Because you were like, oh my gosh, yeah, her. <laughs> that was badass. Definitely was. What about you, Tom? Uh, hmm. Let's see. Um, I did really like that last scene in this episode with Danny and John, mm-hmm. um, when he did kill her, um, that, that probably wasn't my favorite scene, but I think that was just a very like important and powerful scene that, you know, that he killed literally, he, you know, he didn't kill the first person he loved, but like both of now, both of the people that he's ever, he's only loved, the only two women he's ever loved are both dead. Mm-hmm. And he, and it, it, I think it hurt twice as much because he had to kill the second one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that was just really powerful and uh, an incredible scene. And then of course the subsequent, you know, dragon just kind of like freaking out and like being sad and like nudging her. That was like, Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> God, little dragon baby. It's like Lion King. It's all right. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It was like Lion King. Ugh. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I, my, pro- my, I guess I, if I had to pick one, it's probably the last moments of Theon and Bran. Just because that was, oh, yeah. that's literally the only time throughout the whole season. Like, even at the end of the show, like, I expected myself to be, like, more upset about the show ending. You know, even though it was, like, a good way that they wrapped it up and, like, you know, you got to see your favorite characters one more time. Like, the big characters one more time, the Starks. Mm -hmm. But that was really the only moment throughout the show that really, really, like, affected me like that. And uh, so, for me, it was between that one and, um, what's it called? Um, 
probably Tyrion finding Cersei and uh, and Jamie. Oh, yeah, that was that was a great scene. Uh, I think my favorite moment from the season was probably that last, or not the last interaction with, between John and Tyrion, but whenever John goes and sees Tyrion the first mm-hmm. time, and there's talking about what needs to be done, and I just like seeing John grapple with the fact that he might have to commit treason to, to not only save his family, but to save literally the entire realm mm-hmm. of men. And I like that Tyrion brought up, like, you're the shield that guards the realm. Yeah, and that was from some foreshadowing. Referencing his Night's Watch. Yeah. And then uh, I think, like, one of the more happier <coughs> moments was uh, was just the last uh, small council meeting. I thought that was really funny. That was but, so that great. Was, like, I love that. Yo, can we... Sam brings up the, the Song of Ice and Fire, and then <laughs> Tyrion finds out that he's not even mentioned yeah. it. <laughs> that was really good. Yo, shout out to Davos. Like, he, he probably... <laughs> His arc and like not and not arc I shouldn't say but like where he started in this show mm-hmm. to where he ended like yeah it talk has, about him and Bra- him and Bron both like they yeah facts yeah came from nothing to yeah. <laughs> I think Davos is literally more, the highest seat of power Davos is more impressive though because oh, he he as he con- consistently reminds everybody he's not a fighter yeah <laughs> like he has sure. no yeah. fighting skill and he made it through every major battle he made it from. The uh, the Battle of the Blackwater, all the way through, like the Army of the Dead, fucking like everything, and he literally like didn't have to fight. <laughs> he's so humble about it too. Like even whenever they're voting for Bran to become the next king, like he's he feels like he has no mm-hmm. say. Exactly, and like yeah. like he has no voice, but he's literally been there. Yeah, like, I feel like Davos major might event. be one of the most underrated characters uh-huh. in the show. A hundred percent. He's pretty great, and like his role is huge too. Oh, mm-hmm. of course, and he came in contact with a a, a lot of yeah, characters, a lot of those. you know, that you don't realize. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I, I would, say, and also that scene that you brought up, Cooper. Uh, I thought that was some of Kit Harrington's best acting throughout the show too. Yeah, that because you never. Oh, I mean, yeah. his character is pretty stoic, so you don't really see mm-hmm. him show a lot of emotion often. And that was probably the most emotion that we've seen John's show at least in a long time, you know, um, if ever. That was that was yeah. really, like, something that you could see was tearing him apart. And uh, even the way, like, this is kind of getting more, like, technical, I guess. But, like, the way that they used Shadow when he was walking from there, from that meeting to the Red Keep. Um, how, like, half of his face was light, half of it was dark. And it kept going, yeah. and then you could find it. You could kind of see him like <laughs> the last part that you see him before he gets to Drogon is his face goes like the lighting goes dark on his face, and that you kind of feel like he's made his decision, which I thought was really really cool from like a cinematography perspective. And that might also just be like mm-hmm. coincidence, but I figured they do kind of everything for a reason in this show. Um, for all well, aspects, it was definitely intentional, but. Yeah, I personally didn't notice that, so good eye on you. But if that was the case, then they definitely purposely did that mm-hmm. because lighting is one of the most important things in making a film and bringing, like, you know, bringing the mood to the room and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I really, I guess my favorite part of this episode was Ghost getting his fucking pat. 
That's all I wanted. That's all I wanted <laughs> yeah. was that re that uh reunion between him and John. Um I still can't believe that Tormund survived. I'm high. I I'm all, I I'm surprised they didn't kill off more characters too. That was something that I didn't see coming. Mm-hmm. Cuz there there was a lot of characters that that I thought should have died that ended up surviving. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, yeah, I'm with that. Yeah, I, I think. I mean, I don't really know why. I guess like because John obviously like he's going back to Castle Black, and of course like Tormund's waiting for him there. But like, I didn't really need to see Tormund again if he wasn't going to be like an important part of a battle, you know. That's true. Yeah, I, I was guess. happy to see him. Like it didn't. Yeah. It didn't really. But it didn't add any value really to like that last scene. For me, I think for the me, whole thing was that he's going with all the wildlings, mm-hmm. and like Tormund is pretty much the leader now because um, what was his face, Mace, Mance. whatever, Mance, yeah, he, you know, he's he's gone, so like Tormund's now the pretty much the leader. So I think Jon Snow is just kind of going with them and like doing doing the wildling thing and like helping them, you know, read. <clears throat> not they don't have to obviously reclaim their camps and all that stuff because there's nothing up there because mm-hmm. all the rebuild yeah but like just to rebuild i think he's there to like help them build up their civilization again so do you think john I think it was important for Tormund to be there because it's like the two of them are gonna like do it together so it wasn't just like john going mm-hmm. and being like come on wildlings <laughs> follow me yeah yeah um, do you th- so? Do you think John is now like? Because I mean, they all respect and follow him too, though. So, do you think John is king of the north, king of the north? I literally that crossed my mind. Yes. Like, I mean, hold on. One. Way, I don't think they. Yeah. He's like quote unquote king of the real north. Yeah. King of the north of the wall. I think it's more just like they're. king and i don't think Tormund is either but i think they all just have like a mutual found respect for each other now yeah like they're not trying to kill each other they're all just like living at this point yeah well i kind of i mean i know he went uh north north of the wall but it kind of seemed like he was there to be a champion of the the bastards and the broken you know as uh Tyrion had mentioned like yeah that's that's what they're they're not really defending against anything anymore. Um, yeah, it's it's basically like exile. Like yeah, <laughs> stick the the people that aren't desirable out out of the way of like the main society. Yeah, just kind of weird and kind of fucked the way up. Tyrion think phrased it. it was better. <laughs> yeah, the bastards <laughs> and the broken. I think he said. Yeah, but so I don't think John's coming back. So like, I don't know what they're gonna. I don't know what there is to do. At Castle Black anymore. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's they, not much there. There's good relations with the wildlings. Like, yeah. Yeah. Doesn't really... so he's kind of just there for the wildlings now. And I know I some mean... people wanted the Night's Watch to be like a, like a unified Six Kingdom army, like, like a national army. It could happen. So maybe they, maybe they go that route eventually, but mm-hmm. who knows? Or they're just being free, living their life. Yeah, they're all wildlings anyway. now. Yeah, I I noticed that about the wall too. Like, I I kind of looked at it. I was like, I thought the wall was destroyed. Number one, 
It was on the East Watch one, part. Yeah, just one, the one yeah. part was destroyed. That's all. That kind of makes me upset. I wish they would have just destroyed the whole fucking thing. <laughs> um, well, I was surprised they like, closed the gates on them. Like, just why not just leave the gates open? Like, what's going to come through yeah, that's going to harm true. you anymore? Yeah. Night King Part I mean, 2? <laughs> I mean, Bran is the Night King, so you never know. Listen, <laughs> when they make that spinoff in 10 years, I guarantee that's the way they go. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, I mean, listen, all in all, best series of all time. Last and season best. can't necessarily stand up against, I think, most of the other seasons. Best season out of all of them. <laughs> Kidding. I, I was, was gonna. Great. I still really liked it. I was really just gonna move past it, to be honest with you. I was like, no way. <laughs> um, but I mean, it was, it was okay. I don't. I do think it was probably like the worst season. But that's also because every other season of the show has is what made it the best season of all, like the best show of all time. Yeah, I mean, n- nothing's gonna compare to seasons one through five. Mm-hmm. Whenever they were following the book, it's like that's obviously gonna. That's Game of Thrones to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I mean do you guys have any closing thoughts uh, for for your last uh, our last podcast here I'm going to be a social warrior on Twitter and and attack everyone who's bad mouthing Game of Thrones (laughs) facts there you go yeah anybody who hates this show we hate you yeah (laughs) You officially have a billion people that don't like you. <laughs> yes, I will fight every single one of them. First tweet I saw was we waited two years for a middle finger to the face. Hashtag Game of Thrones. Hashtag GOT finale. I mean, so, I, I don't think that's... Fuck these people. I don't think that's that, out, that outlandish I, of a what thing to say, though. I just think people didn't actually watch the show. Them. People love to hate popular things. That's that's what that's it is. Exactly. You know what? Yeah, you're, right. yeah, that's you're not going to be able to please everyone, especially whenever uh, I was listening to another podcast. It was the Barstool people, actually. Mm-hmm. They were like, Traitor. yeah, <laughs> they were like, you have a show that like not a lot of people watched, or like the entire internet wasn't watching Game of Thrones in like the first five seasons. Mm-hmm. It became like a social phenomenon later on. Yeah, but like now that you have the entire internet watching, like there's no way you can escape criticism yeah and like all like the little like the little plot holes like you have literally a billion people looking for certain things just to hate on and it's obvious that they're gonna find them Mm -hmm. that's true um i mean it was it was a good run they had an unbelievable first five seasons the next couple weren't bad were were better much better than every other show for the most part like would have had you know what I mean? You rarely have a show that's this deep into it that you know doesn't have a like severe drop off. And for their severe drop off to be the last season, like you can't really complain as a fan. Agreed. Yeah. Um, so you know, thanks guys for for doing this. I I had a great time. You know, talking some shop about uh <laughs> about Game of Thrones. Um, yeah. And do we want to do the special one next week whenever the documentary comes out? Um, yeah, I'd be down for sure. Just so we can, uh, we might be able to to get a better insight on what the the creators and directors were thinking throughout it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and it might 
it might turn out that we all actually hated this this season. <laughs> I mean, what would they have to do to to ruin, like, to further ruin like the rest of the season, like the rest of this season? Because I'd be inter- I'd be interested in seeing like the different endings that they supposedly filmed, and like the different directions that they actually wanted. Are to they going to put those out? Didn't... I don't. Know. I don't know. Probably I'm not. sure you can find them. I think it would be really cool. Like if, like for a DVD, if we look hard enough, dude, a DVD set with those as the bonus material, like a bonus episode for each ending, would be heaven. I would pay whatever amount of money just, they want for that. Just a choose your own adventure story. I mean, kind <laughs> of, but like, how cool would that be? So that you can like, so you can pick one of the endings that you really, really loved the way the way they went with it, and that'll be yeah. your ending to the show for all the people that didn't like it. You know what I mean? Like, I think that would be really cool and a really cool way to, like, kind of get fans back on your side a little bit is to give them that option. Not about the fans. It's about the art, John. No, I think literally all the fans would still find a way to shit on it. They probably they, would. They probably they would, would literally be like, oh, they can't pick an ending, so they're going to make us pick it. Ew. <laughs> like, I guess. I mean, but, like, if people really feel that way and don't actually watch them, like no, I literally, I literally think that people are just pessimists and they just like to watch the world burn and <laughs> like to hate things that people love. And but if you have, just, but if you have five yeah. endings and you can't find one that you like, like you're probably just an yeah. asshole. Yeah. No, and I guarantee you that would be like so many people. So many people, and I would be like, you guys are just bad people. Like, stop. <laughs> Like, this was the best show ever created. Like, stop. Yeah, if you don't like the ending, go write fucking five seasons worth of fan fiction or something. Yeah, Just there to please you go. Yourself. Challenge accepted. <laughs> yeah. All right, go ahead. That's we'll yeah, expect that Kearney, from you, yeah. <laughs> Can we actually do, <laughs> like, can we actually do no. like, a lowest budget possible remake of this season? <laughs> go for it. Like, I think I'll that would be so funny. Can I play Daenerys? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I think your face is on the, uh, for the cover art for the podcast. Oh, really? Good. (laughs) I'm glad. John, you get to play Sansa. Cool. (laughs) I was on Tyrion's face. That's not cool. (laughs) I'm the most like his size. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) But yeah, we, do, uh, we do Game of Thrones, but we just gender swap every character. <laughs> Ooh, gender neutral. I don't know how that how that plays out though, because we have four guys on this oh. podcast, and there's only. Or I guess that's true. I was I was right. thinking of like the main like characters. We could find the... a way. Teresa can just play every single yeah. male character. On the yeah, yeah. <laughs> Teresa's gonna uh, gonna Adam Sandler like Jack and Jill it. Exactly. Boom. There we go. That'll be my legacy. <laughs> That'll be your legacy. It's a great inter- uh, resume builder. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so, all right, guys. Thank you for doing this. I really had a great time. Uh, yeah, thank you, John. Nick wasn't here to uh, to partake. He was up at school with his friends from school. So, uh, but he, I know, like we talked about it, he had a great time doing it as well. So, you know, we appreciate everybody who listened and kind of stuck with us through some of the... Uh, the growing pains of a first time podcasting group. Um, but uh, it was all, all in all, it was a great time. And, you know, thank you guys.